3: It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework.
1: Hello, 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 welcome to the Naughty But Show, it's Monday, I'm your host Rob Shooter and our dear friend Garrett Vogel from Z100 is with us, Garrett are you there?
4: Good morning, Rob Shooter. I know you've had a weekend because I believe you just called it
1: Monday. I did. I was almost going to correct myself, but I thought, oh, let's just keep going. I didn't think anyone would notice. You know, one of the benefits of having this ridiculous accent is often I can pretend it's the British way of saying things, but actually, I just got it wrong. Again, but thank as you. As
4: your friend, as your friend, I'm not going to leave you out there to, to just be like, I'm going to play this off. You cannot use your British accent here. Okay. As your friend, I'm going to say, I got gotcha. you. You had a weekend. <laughs> you deserve to sleep in, and here we go. Here we, go. we are off and running, it's my friends. It's Monday. like cups of coffee. Monday,
1: Monday. And what time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Tea time. time. I, think, I think coffee time, too. Oh, coffee and tea for yes. everyone. Everybody gets a cup of coffee today. Big breaking news at the top of the show. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are engaged. So the two have been dating about nine months, and they got engaged over the weekend when the drummer proposed. This is so cute. So he's 45, she's 42, uh, and he asked her to marry him at the Rosewood Beach Hotel. And it seems to be quite an affair, Garrett, because they were surrounded by a display of red and white roses and candles. He was wearing a black and cameras. Shirt. <laughs> yes, you, you might be right about that too. This is a major, major proposal. Kim is already congratulating them and Courtney herself confirmed the news late Sunday evening. I like this. I love engagements. I think it's so romantic. What do you think, Garrett?
4: Oh, congratulations to both of them, of course. I mean, it's not like we didn't see it coming. Mm. Uh, But here's the interesting thing, though. So Travis Barker, he performed very late on Saturday Night Live with the musical guest uh, Young Thug. So what did he do? He hopped on a plane and he went to California, (laughs) you you know? So, like, he he had a lot on his plate. It's not like he just thought of this idea. So he was on stage knowing the fact that, hey, as soon as I... Get off! I got to jet back to the the West Coast <laughs> because I have a big day on Sunday. It might have
1: been too much for me on one weekend. I think I might have spread it out over two. Garrett, but um. Yeah. Give yourself some time. Yeah. yeah what happened if I was late? So we had to call the hotel and sort of reserve. I guess the beach is that possible? Yep. And then they. Well,
4: I mean, let let's be honest. Like this is a group effort. It's not like you know <laughs> Travis Barker is you know a solo act. Maybe he is on stage when he's performing on the drums, but right. you know, Chris Jenner was oh. definitely somewhere involved. You know, you have to think that. Oh. Um, and and all the family. I mean, so you know, it's interesting though. This is like because I believe. I believe Courtney, Chloe was with Travis. In New York City too, so like the family
1: was in, on, family it. Was in on it. Everybody had to have known. They had to have known. Do you think Courtney knew? Courtney was backstage with him too. There's photographs of them kissing. I get this. Ooh, a little bit of gossip. Courtney Please. did not go to Kim's show a couple of weeks ago, but she did go to Travis's show. I'm not trying to cause trouble because they're newlyweds. You're wet. not causing trouble. You're just you're just telling us <laughs> storylines for that. their new show on Hulu when it comes out, Roger. <gasps> oh, That's all it is. They were on the Hulu schedule, so maybe this weekend they had to do it because of editing and getting it ready for the Hulu. Hey, we're being so naughty. Let's just say congratulations to you two. Yes. Now, back to what was going to be our lead story. The creator of Sex in the City, her name is Candice Bushnell, is saying that Mr. Big. Just isn't worth it. So, for a long time, she didn't really want to talk about the TV show, but now she is because she's. Now, is she saying
4: he's not worth it? He's not worth it. Is she saying
1: he's not worth it? It, Like, as a person or as a character? As a character. She likes um, Chris North a great deal, although she doesn't know the cast that well. So, she said the following The reality is, finding a guy. uh, is maybe not your best economic choice in the long term. Men can be very dangerous to women in lots of different ways. We never talk about this, but that's something that women need to think about. You can do a lot less when you have to rely on a man. Ooh. She went on to say that the TV show and the message are not really very feminist messages in the end, but it's just TV, it's entertainment. That's why people should not base their lives on the TV show.
4: Well, I mean, I think we all knew that, too. I mean, uh, Mr. Big was the guy, like, as perfect as he is, he had his flaws, just like many of us Mm -hmm. do. But, I mean, they were the quintessential friend uh, from high school where they got back together, they went to Paris, they fell in love, they were getting married, now they're not getting married, left at the altar. Like, no spoiler alerts, obviously, the show's been on for almost 20 years. (laughs) But, you know, Mr. Big was always that character that was just, you know, I'm going to be a big tease. But now I'm going to fall desperately in mm, love with you.
1: Yeah, I sort of love this. Well, I think she's saying to us financially. Carrie couldn't live the life she's living now without Mr. Big's money. And Candice is oh, saying that might not be the best idea. Talking about money, though, they asked her, Page Six did this, the New York Post, they asked her if she was surprised that Sex and the City is returning to HBO. She said, absolutely not. HBO is going to make money on it and they're going to, quote, exploit it as much as they can. She also went on to say, though, she hopes it runs a long time because she gets paid a little bit of money, too, <laughs> from that show. But (laughs) (laughs) as the author of the column that was then turned into a book, that was then turned into a TV show, she did say that she doesn't make as much money as people think she does from the show Ooh.
0: but
4: isn't that true with everything though it rob shooter like they they think you know you have private jets <laughs> and uh you know professional assistants and uh for me i i, I live in multiple houses <laughs> right. and you, you know you know it's funny have you ever done one of those things uh you do it with your friends where they'll google how much you make no, on, and I've never done it. so i so i've done it online yeah. i'm very wealthy online <laughs> Like I am Rob Shooter, yeah, I, I, I would be like your your sugar daddy. Mm, if, you want Mr. If, Big if, online, but in reality, oh, I am Mr. You're Big. I arrest.
1: am Mr. Big online, where I won't leave you at the altar. Like that's that's how in that's how rich I am, Thank according to much. the Google. Thank you very much. We'll practice that. I will have a little look later on, but it brings us to our poll question of the day. The Sex and the City creator is saying that Mr. Big isn't worth it. Is she right? Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back. To tomorrow to hear your results garrett love what are you working on there
4: well you know we're just talking about weddings mm-hmm. and uh, you know rob shooter if the time ever comes where you and i get oh. married we have to become friends with one of the two gates is <laughs> obviously you know bill and melinda you know they are, uh, obviously are divorced but they did come together for their daughter jennifer yeah. who did get married oh. here in new york great reception you gotta think Mom and dad paid, you You know, it it was the daughter that is the that is the quintessential thing in a America wedding where the daughter, the the parents of the bride tend to pay Mm. for the wedding. And Ooh. I mean, no matter what, whoever they have you to are, even billion, they have billion pay. Airs. it's the gates. Yes, I Gateses. mean I mean and, and it wasn't just any type of wedding, too. It wasn't like, you know, hors d'oeuvres and you know, a little they had a little band called Coldplay wow. Show Up. I mean I mean for Coldplay to show up, you gotta think it's that, a million dollars. Either, it's a million dollars. it's a yeah, million cold dollars cold or a very high donation to a charity to You're a right. charity of Chris Martin and Coldplay's <laughs> choice, or the fact that Coldplay might have a number one album this week Ooh. thanks, because Bill Gates bought a ton of yeah. albums and everybody got it in the gift basket at the <laughs> wedding. I mean it, it was a private ceremony yep. uh, which is which is interesting too because it's a very popular you know couple, a, a very high profile couple and you think Bill Gates ha, has the technology as, as well as Melinda to pretty much just like shut down any type of air force, you know what I mean? No drones like a drone could shoot down another drone that was trying to take pictures like and I'm sure phones were taking away like it was probably a very high-tech Security wedding, so there was no way no one was getting into this. But Coldplay was there. Uh, uh, Jennifer, she uh, she's an equestrian mm. and uh, she's
1: currently studying medicine in New York oh, like City, that. so very smart. The wedding, I think she actually got married the night before in a small ceremony, and then all the legal stuff they get out of the way, all the That's religious you stuff, do and, and then it turns into a big, way. big party. So, congratulations to you, Jennifer. Okay, so Mick Jagger is poking fun at Paul McCartney after Paul McCartney. Talk about two old I'm <laughs> so this is while St Mick was performing with the Rolling Stones... And um, there's been a long rivalry between the two of them, but it was really ignited a couple of days ago after Paul McCartney was asked about the Rolling Stones and he called them a blues cover band. So Mick Jagger was joking on stage saying, quote, Paul McCartney's here. He's going to help us out. He's going to come up on stage and join us in a blues cover later. So he's making fun of that. They have not gone along for a really long time. In fact... Jagger once told the press that he thought the Beatles breaking up was a very good idea. I think this is just so much fun to watch these two old, super rich, super talented, super famous guys go at each other. Because there's no real downside to it. What do you think, Garrett? Does it matter what 178, 179? I say if you don't want to like each other at this point. I think think they're both in on the joke, though. What do you think?
4: Exactly. I I think it's one of those things where it's like, hey, let's just play into it. Because it's almost like the... um, uh, the Matt Damon mm. Jimmy Kimmel feud, as much as fun as it is, we, at the end of the day, we know they don't they don't dislike right. each other. It's just fun to poke fun. I mean, just like you and I, we poke fun at each other, you, you know, most of the time. Uh, and and it's not like we we hate each other, we or love maybe I, each I'm, other, or maybe I'm just not reading the clues. No, but, I but, love but, you.
1: Can I ask you, are you a Beatles fan or a Rolling Stones? Who would you pick? Uh,
4: I mean, at the end of the day, the Beatles. Were the, what I believe are the more universal popular right.
1: ones. Yes. The more fun in concert Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones, I'm going to pick the Beatles. Talking of music, what's happening with Adela? All
4: right, so Adele had quite the weekend, too, on the music front. So imagine not putting out music in over six Mm -hmm. years. And some might think, oh, my God, that was way too long. What's going to, you know, her career, what's going to happen? Adele is doing just (laughs) fine. So she released her song, Easy On Me, uh, made everybody and their mother cry over the weekend several times, every time you heard it. She broke Spotify's streaming record for a single-day stream for her song, Beating previous holders, BTS and Butter, who had 20.9 million global streams in a (laughs) single day. Now, here's the thing. Spotify said, you know what, uh we're not giving you numbers just yet because we're still counting. Uh but here's here's what BTS did. Adele beat, they it. beat it. Uh so wow. I I could only imagine and uh this is this is what will happen in, in on the music front, which is kind of interesting. BTS has an incredible fan Rappet. base called the BTS Army, yeah. right? I could see next uh, week. Oh, they're fighting back. BTS BTS going, you know what? We're going to put Butter <sighs> by BTS back on the charts and it'll be the you know You're the actually right. They
1: could do this. Uh, uh, I think recently the Mariah fans, for some reason, got together and bought Glitter and made Glitter, right. her album that didn't do very well many years ago, number one, uh, just for a couple of minutes. But they can sort of manipulate the formula. It's easier. They're very powerful. Yeah, they are powerful, but it is easier. To get an album to number one for 10 minutes than to get 20.9 million downloads in a day. It's incredible. That's a lot of fans. You never know. The war is on. Do you like the new single, Easy on Me? I've been listening to it. I like it. I don't love it. Dare I say that? Oh well, no. You're you're allowed to. I Music like is it. about all. I wish it had more of
4: a hook. I wish there was more of a well, tune to it. No, I think we'll get more to it. I think we'll, de- we'll definitely get more from the album. And you know, it's kind of like uh, thinking about think about going in the pool. You know what I mean? You you put your you put your little toe right. in at the steps and go. Oh, it's a little right. cold, but I'll warm up to warm it. Up. And then you slowly get in, and, you're and you're right. then you get up to the you get to the belly and button, yeah, and you're like, and you know what? I yeah, I'm gonna go in. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, go I'm
1: under. Right. Absorb it. That's where I am. I'm up to my maybe be ankle in Adele at the moment, but I'm going to put a little bit more in the pool today and then quickly before we go to break we have some numbers here for the box office weekend so it's uh, I think the second weekend maybe the third weekend of James Bond and it's already in trouble because Halloween Kills literally killed them at the box office Halloween Kills got 15.4 million dollars at the box it's a huge huge movie another it's the season too you know what I mean season, and, and but that still is a to massive be, number
4: of course and to be fair there really is no James Bond season there's a Halloween right, right, season but you think
1: but... a movie as big as that would would have more legs and so it's now fell behind the previous two Bond films so I'm not sure if it's the pandemic or if it's just not quite what everybody wants I think the ending might have put a few people off and then other theater news too. movie news Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's new movie bombed have you heard I didn't even know this movie the last jewel bombed yep. with just 4.8 million Ben and Matt back together on paper yeah, that seems like a huge hit. What went wrong?
4: Uh, Jennifer no. Lopez didn't help promote it enough.
1: <laughs> That's terrible. I thought you were going to say Lo was in it like Gilles. So why no, it's no, such no, a no, disaster no. is the movie cost $100 million to make. It's only made about $5 million. It's not going to make that 100 back. What what insiders are he... saying is that this is a sign The older audiences are still unsure about returning to the theater. This movie really trended older. I'm not sure if that's because of Ben or Uh, Matt. I mean, they're not old guys. Well, no, it's
4: the story because Uh, it's it's about two people that are dueling for the love of their life. Oh, it's a historical
1: Epic! Oh, I see. Oh, that's what it. Means. Yeah. So
4: yeah. So it's not like, hey, Friday night, let's go watch uh, Matt uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, and uh, it's a history you know, movie. just that's why. Oh, it's 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 more history than anything else. So it's like,
1: uh, yeah, a it, was a, it was a tough Excuse call. Hey, okay, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty Good Show. I'm Rob Shooter with our dear friend Garrett Vogel. Hey, let's get to the polls. Da-da-da. Here we go. Thank you, Garrett. <laughs> <to> the <laughs> thank, polls. You, thank you, thank you. Lord Deslioni, who is Madonna's daughter, shared some advice from her mom. And the advice was, think about what you're going to leave behind, not about money. Is that good advice or bad advice? Let's have a look. 86% said that is good advice. I think that's good advice, too. Although, people that tell you not to worry about money always have money. Have you noticed Correct. that? Correct. Always a lot of but- money. <laughs> <laughs> or like we were talking about previous, you have so much money, you just say, I'm not giving you any of it, Bill Gates. <laughs> i you any of that money. So I think it's a good idea, but i got to say, I don't want to be a party pooper, but you got to be able to pay your bills, too. And I think Madonna yeah. and Lourdes do not have to worry about that. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page, at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Garrett, love, I think it's time for our nicest of the day. Yes, 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 yes. And and this
4: actually goes up uh, with what you've been promoting uh, for the last couple of months, your four-word answer about, you know, just thinking and believing and trusting yourself and uh, putting yourself first. And that's what Simone Biles uh, actually just said during an Instagram story uh, question and answer she put out uh, over the weekend. And uh, uh, someone asked... What marked you the most oh. in your career? And she's been she's been in gymnastics pretty oh, much a career, her entire yeah, life. It's a career. And, I mean, she's won gold, gold medals. She's been on commercials. And what she said, which is kind of interesting, and we've all followed along the story because it just happened, she said... 2021 mm. having the courage to take care and and put myself first as we know you know she pulled out of some events uh because she said she wasn't in the right mindset and she didn't feel like she was she was really mentally in it and she she put it she put herself you know she she took a step back mm. and she said 16, 16 year old Simone would never the four time you know is what she That's said key. she would never step back and uh she explained that she withdrew from the competition to Focus on her mental
1: health it's and like nicest of the day. Take care of yourself. And now our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. Blake, I'm Lively. Go to yes, of cheeky. Yes, cheeky. I love this. Blake Lively is trolling her husband Ryan Reynolds over his sabbaticals. So Ryan has announced he's going to be taking a break from acting after he wraps his movie with Will Ferrell. So he told all his followers, "Quote: This is my second film with the great Octavia Spencer." Perfect time for a little sabbatical from mover making now. Olivia responded saying how great it was to work with him, but also Blake responded saying... Didn't Michael Caine do this first? So Michael Caine has just announced <laughs> that he's taken a sabbatical too, and now so is Ryan Reynolds. Hey Ryan, take as much time as you like, but no come on the show. No, I yeah, mean you do a podcast. You're with welcome, us. You're Welcome, welcome back, whatever you want. And let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, Here we you go. get a Rob. Rob, so Rob, so the Rob, Rob. rob it's no fairy tale. My new book, people have been asking me about the book. It's not a fairy tale, it's really real. All the events and details in the book actually happened, all the social media posts, the emails, the comments conversations they're all in the book and they're all raw and they are all honest no name or incident in the book has been changed it's all the truth and I can't wait for you to read this very carefully fact-checked and thoroughly uh, reported book. It's out now. The forward answer, and it asks, "Who are you?" Uh, in four words, and it's even going to help you find the answer to that question. And
4: what and what people don't know is, I was the one that fact-checked the entire <laughs> book. It <laughs> is true. It is. It is. It is. I am. I'm a very honest person, Aww. and uh, you know facts are all there. Thank
1: you very much. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice Show with Robin Garrett, a production of iHeartRadio. Yes. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can, and remember, all together now, if you're going to be, naughty, going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. nice. Take That's care, everybody. pip nice. it's, it's, nice
3: nice it's Naughty But Nice with Rob!